I'm Brent Leary. I'm Paul Greenberg. We are... Where's Charlie? Yeah, he's here. We are the CRM players. And once again, we've managed to continue to be. <laughs> Use your experience and get stronger. Don't sit around in regret any longer. Be careful how you use your anger. Let not the pain make your bitter just better. Okay, sir. So, uh, you know, the last time we, we did one of these, we were just coming off of a, a really interesting Infusion Con. Infusionsoft had their annual user conference. We enjoyed it. You know one thing we didn't talk about, though? There was one downside to that. Do you remember? Because we didn't talk about it. What was that? Well, we remember Jeffrey Moore's great keynote. Oh. <laughs> and what was it followed by? <laughs> yes, I do remember that. I think the reason we didn't talk about it is because we are trying to adhere to FCC <laughs> rules and not curse on the air. You know, I mean, boy, we're not going to name names or anything like that, but that was brutal. Oh, brutal wasn't the word. I, all I can put it to you this way is this. This individual was so bad that... How bad was she? <laughs> she was so bad that the young woman who was sitting next to me turned to me and said, I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> and what was really bad about that, that was her daughter. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's put it this way. This individual had one slide, and that was a picture of all <laughs> of the books she wrote. And that was it. And that was pretty much what she talked about, how to be rich. How to fleece people. And how people. <laughs> to sacrifice everything, including your friends, your family, your... Firstborn. Uh, your first, right. Your firstborn, <laughs> the planet, uh, the universe, uh, any spiritual beliefs you might have, uh, any moral ethics you might... I mean, it was just like, oh, so... I actually wanted to go take a shower <laughs> that day after that speech was done. Yeah, I don't think you were alone there. Uh, I mean, from from what we were told, she uh, bombed with pretty much everybody. That well, from what I, I gather, so, so many people probably had the same reaction I did that uh, they declared a drought <laughs> in uh, Phoenix immediately following because the water supply dropped so badly. But other than that, it was a good conference, yes, folks. Yes, it was. It, it was really a great was. Conference, actually, other than that. And we love the Infusionsoft people. Yes, and, we do. And they are a, a sponsor of the show. So yeah, we, we in fact, uh, our, they were the very first ones we asked and the very first ones who came through and the very first ones. And just so that you know, even though they are the sponsor of the show, which we appreciate it, we, we had to let them know about that speaker, and they agreed with us, so we were really happy about that. Yes, we are thrilled to death that we will never see that person again. <laughs> so, I mean, that's been about, what, a month ago? Yeah, yeah, and, and it seems like there's been about 10 events since then. We, I know, most of them ending in the word con, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, there was Sugar Con, right. which I really like just saying Sugar Con because it's so close to Shaka Con, and so <laughs> I, <laughs> I started thinking Sugar Con. Sugar we came con. off of Infusion Con, <laughs> Sugar Con. Sugar Con. And, and then there was, uh, let's see, you went to... I went to Oracle Analyst World. Okay, and then, then you went to... Then I went to Blackberry World. So we went to the two worlds, and so then I went to, what did I go? I went to... You, uh, you were up in Toronto, which... Yeah, well, we, I was in Toronto, we, <laughs> we did, uh, that was just, we were teaching at the uh, University of Toronto, not Khan, and then uh, <laughs> the Rotman, Rotman uh, School of uh, Management, and then, of course, I just, uh, like, just meaning 
what day is today? Today, yeah, today is so Monday. I got back last Thursday from what's Lithium, oh, lithium Conference, that's right. but that's called Link, which, of course, given the last name of all these other ones, makes no sense at all. <laughs> yeah, there was no con? No, Lincoln. Lincoln. <laughs> Link. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's, that's why it. they that's didn't do might it. might be why. Link World just sounds like a sci-fi movie. Lincoln <laughs> sounds like a president. <laughs> Link or a car. Force, Link Force doesn't really work. Nah, Link Force. Uh, maybe they could have done Blink. You know, just like a Bink. <laughs> uh, Malcolm Gladwell with a keynote. <laughs> yeah, he could have keynote right? That's right. So, all right, so let's give, maybe we can give a little bit of, you know, some some thoughts around. First of all, why, why do you think there's so many conferences all at once? What, why are they killing, not killing us, but why are they doing it all at once, it seems? I, <laughs> the only way to think about it, I think, is bad planning. <laughs> it's like... Well, you know, at one level, I doubt they're calling up everyone and saying, let's coordinate. No, On the don't. other hand, you have to figure someone got to the date first to begin with. Yeah. Meaning somewhere it's advertised that the date exists. Now, that <laughs> said, I know a lot of these contracts are signed like seven years in advance, and you kind of just take what dates are given yeah. to you. Like, I think, what have we got upcoming? We've got Sapphire. We uh, th- Now, this is all next week. Right, and all the, literally the same day. So like the, from the 14th to the 16th, this is what's going on. So you got Sapphire down in Orlando, right? Right, Sapphire in Orlando. We got uh, Sweet World in San Francisco. Sweet World. Sweet. We got CDC Software with CD, CRM Galaxy in Vegas. In Vegas, and then it's... And you know what else is going on? The HubSpot folks. Oh, that's right. They had the analyst thing, right? Their very first analyst. And when did they do it? On the on the 15th. Well, when no analyst can be there. Because <laughs> we're all somewhere else. We're all, we're like split. But you know, there is one person that's going to be at every one of these things. Oh, of course. Not only at every one of these things, but way more. Yes. He's going to be involved in all of these things. That's Mr. Ray Wong. You know, I, so in, in addition to doing the, you know, the traditional speaking or, or uh, tweeting that he does, I also heard that, you know, when he's in Vegas, he's going to be doing an opening act for Wayne Newton. <laughs> <laughs> and then from what I understand is when he gets out to San Francisco, he's going to throw out a first pitch at a Giants game. <laughs> And then I think he's going to be, uh, when uh, it's Sapphire down in Orlando, I, I had a suspicion that he's going to be hanging out with Mickey and Donald and Well, Goofy. from what I understand, he is going to be Mickey. <laughs> right, and then, then um, let's see, where else is he going? Well, let's see, I think he's also scheduled for the first launch of Virgin, uh, <laughs> Virgin uh, sat- the Virgin Satellite thing. You know, the Virgin Consumer Moonshot. Oh, okay. I think he's going to be on that, and that'll take him, you know, he'll be on that for about three hours, because you know him. Yeah. So He'll probably catch a flight from the deck of the launch thing in the stratosphere as it heads to the moon. Catch a flight? And head out to, I'm guessing, New York for some conference of a hardware company. No, he's not catching a flight. He's going to be flying. You know, he'll actually <laughs> that's true. He doesn't really need to yeah. catch flights anymore. So that's uh, so. Let He's got his frequent flyer status is so exceptional <laughs> that he doesn't have his own plane. He literally has his own flight. He can fly on his own. There you go. He's unique. He is definitely unique. So, but uh, you know, once again, we have everything kind of going on at the same time with all these conferences uh, w- are, are they uh, do we need like a universal crm calendar of sorts you know funny you say that <laughs> i actually <laughs> thought about that i actually thought about pulling together a calendar of all these events at the end of a year telling every vendor give me all your events 
coming up. <laughs> Give me and all then your when we say when then what we do is we coordinate them all, pull them all together, say, well, guess what? This conflicts with this and this. <laughs> so you better go after the analysts and influencers now because. You're going to either get them or you're not. You know Except what? This Ray, is. Who will give you all. Yeah, he'll go to. Yeah, he'll just clone he'll himself. Come to all of them. No, this is what I think we should do. We should. They should give us all their potential dates. Let us figure out which ones work for our schedules. <laughs> so, so if they were ignoring all their forty thousand. Yeah, we don't care about those. <laughs> those people. Those. You know, those, like those if some people. if somebody wanted to do an event, let's say in in New York, we wanted to coordinate uh, to to be around a sporting event of some kind, that and then they could include <laughs> as right. part and of that getting would us be there. Somewhere between. <laughs> April, let's say, beginning of April, and maybe through, hopefully, through the end of October. There you go. So so wherever you plan on doing something, there better be a stadium nearby with the yeah. game being played. That's right. In fact, you might as well have it at the stadium, whatever you're doing. <laughs> we'll have Open World at the at Pac Bell or whatever they call themselves now. You know, hey, Dreamforce, they did that for us last year, remember? Yeah, but this time we'll actually be all all forty thousand people. Yeah. Just, <laughs> that means they just sit in their seats, watch the game and don't move. Yeah, buy out the stadium. That's it. They just watch the game and don't move. <laughs> and bring Stay there and continue on with the conference. But now let's say some some good things about uh some of these that we've already gone to, like SugarCon. To me that was one of the the most fun events I've been to in a while. Me too. You know, they did everything right. You know, you know, apparently they listen to you because you know when we first get there, they had these beautiful, very cushiony-looking Barca loungers right up front, with our little, our, with our baseball cards attached to a, a lap desk. That was amazing, actually. That was really cool. So we got there. I mean, I almost fell asleep, and not because it was a bad conference. It was those those chairs were really comfy, actually. I know we had power. We had, we had power. good connectivity. Absolutely, and everything worked. You know, and and then when they had us get up and and be a part of uh, what was it called App Throwdown? Uh, yeah, the App Throwdown, which was really an interesting thing to do. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Really. It was kind of fun. So they had it was. Uh, you, it was me, it was Esteban, it was Dennis Pombrant, and uh, Clint Orm from Sugar. So they had us all come up on stage, and they had about five or six companies that, uh, really good companies with some interesting products, that uh, basically sort of did a pitch for uh, what their product is and how it serves the sugar community. And they had us up there to kind of, you know, give ans- ask some questions and maybe some pointed questions about uh, what was going on with what they were doing. And so we got actually were up there on on stage with our Barca loungers, and they even brought us some beer to drink while I we know, did while this. we were sitting on the stage. <laughs> that was pretty good too. I enjoyed uh, you know it. What, you know what I like about that conference too? I mean, aside the content was really good too. There's a lot of good content, a lot of good discussions and speeches and yeah. stuff like that. But the other thing I always like, and I particularly like it about that, is Larry Augustine, who's arguably, I think we voted him the nicest CEO in the industry. He's just cool. Larry and Clint Oram, who's their CTO and uh, and a founder, and then Nick Halsey, who's their CMO, they just, they not only did the, you know, had the one-on-one meetings, stuff like that, but they circulated everywhere. Yeah. They were constantly just mingling with everyone. They were right there throughout the yeah, three Yeah, it days. wasn't like you had to go find them, you had to set something up. I mean, you have to have those one-on-ones. You need that private time, and you need to be able to do that. But with these guys, they sought out people, and that was, you know, influencers and customers, and 
just hung out with people, and that was that's the way you do it. That was really cool. I mean, I mean they 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 set up a really calm, cool environment where people just felt comfortable with in, engaging each other. And you know, sometimes and they had about a thousand people there. So when you start yeah. getting up into those numbers, it can be kind of challenging to create that environment that that keeps it cozy. But they were able to pull it off. Yeah, and you know, and and again, they've made so much progress with the product too, which is really yeah. something. Their alliance with IBM has obviously been a godsend for them and for IBM, yeah. for that matter. I think uh, it's a win-win. Me too. And uh, it's been you can see in both cases the benefit you know sugar here's the interesting thing the question with sugar one of the questions with sugar was you know would it scale mm-hmm. um, and then all of a sudden you hear an announcement where sugar just replaced 67,000 seats of Siebel at IPM yeah that, that answers Therefore, that question <laughs> it scales <laughs> That's a, yeah that, that question could be put to rest now <laughs> yes I think so and then but, the, the other thing though, I, the one thing I, w- I wish they would do though is they were calling their staff Sugars, S T G A, little too cutesy for me. Yeah, yeah, little too. Much. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's my like, tooth did start to hurt a little bit when. Right, I heard exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. So, in fact, uh, it, you know, you do that another couple of years, and we're all getting root canals. Yeah. <laughs> But hey, overall, the program was great. I mean, the keynotes were really interesting, good. And of course, you were one of those. And I had a it, good time, man. I was rocking. Oh, it. you were you were in your you were in the zone there. Yeah, I was. I was. I knew it though. I knew it that morning was going to be because you know why? It's because the environment was so good. Yeah, it was a great a great setup. Uh, there was Guy Kawasaki who did a great job. Yeah, he fun. sure did. I actually got a chance to join a panel with Natalie Petoff and Jesus Oyos to come up, and Larry moderated a conversation with Guy and us, and we had some fun with that. Yeah, uh, there that was w- an awesome panel. And you were you were on the money. You were outshining Mr. Kawasaki even. And you know, I did get him once. Remember yeah, when I told him I bought the MacBook Air, yeah. and, and he was like, "You could do that." Yeah, I know. He was shocked. <laughs> yeah. So that was shocked you got cool. it as fast as you did too. Yeah, I know that was pretty good. But I mean, Paul Gillen did a really interesting uh, talk. Uh, I mean, everybody was, and then the individual tracks. There's a lot of good stuff. I know Jesus did one. Uh, uh, of course, Esteban did one on cloud. I did one on the presidential election and, and yeah, that uh, social. Was, that is exceptionally cool. I, there were great responses to that, by the way. It was just fun. I mean, it was a lot of fun. So that was that was a cool conference, and you got to give a huge shout out to Chris Buckholtz. Who really put that whole thing together? Yeah, he he's you know Chris is Chris. He's like amazing all the time. He's cool. He's so down to earth and, and know. funny. You know, he, he the baseball card idea. Come on. Yeah, it was great. You know, it's funny. I was into the whole mem cards for a little while. Those mem trading cards. Oh yeah, they, <laughs> that they had it. Uh, they Ray used them at his um, constellation get together, and I liked them, and I even got my own, but. You know they have advertising on them. I realized. You know, it's like they they, they don't <laughs> they don't let you get away from ads on you paying for these things, right? Yeah. And I got I, as much as I think they're cool. Uh, you can't customize them enough to make them that interesting. Yeah. But these baseball cards were perfect. They were nice. They had and little. I, I've got, by the way, an uncut sheet, which I <sighs> think will be a major collectible. At some oh point. man, that's see. I wish I had gotten that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm unfortunately I didn't get an autograph, which I should have. But, <laughs> uh, but this sheet, I think, will be worth millions. <laughs> I'm I'm putting it into my safety <laughs> deposit box for my retirement. There you go. I'm, I'll probably like uh, you know put it in the will. Maybe I'll give it to one of my nephews. <laughs> Make them fight over. It. I don't know. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, but I, it was cool. I won't even comment on your picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but what about the fun facts on the back of each one? Yeah, that was some good stuff. So they Wait, did. I've do... got one right here. Oh. I've got the uncut sheet. So here's your fun fact. Uh oh. Brent studies and collects memorabilia pertaining to baseball's Negro Leagues, which of course I knew. Yep. Which was. I've got awesome about twenty me. or thirty Negro League hats. Yeah. Well, you've got my the coolest New York Black Yankee. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> the one I like. When you wear that one, I always think that's my favorite. Why am I not out. surprised by that? <laughs> let's, see, what was, let's see what else we got here. <laughs> I wonder if anyone will even understand what this means. <laughs> this is Larry's, Larry Augustine, CEO. He writes, for Halloween 2011 at Sugar CRM, Larry dressed as Kakashi Hatake from the Japanese anime show Naruto. Now, yeah. would you? I wouldn't. I don't know. I have I no clue. I barely know what that even means. <laughs> I have no clue. I'm, I'm out on that one. Kashi Harate from Naruto. Okay. That's you really said that really well, too. I, yeah. Well, that's fascinating to me. <laughs> well, here's a good one. Craig Rosenberg from Focus. Yep. At a football rally at his high school, Craig saw a Bengal tiger leap into the crowd and try to bite the team's middle <laughs> linebacker or wow. captain. Really? That was a Bengal tiger doing a rally. Was there any? Was there any more to that story? I mean, was everybody? No, that's okay? all it says. <laughs> that's all it says. I'm thinking Bengal tiger was there because he's a fan. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that that well, that's got me beat. <laughs> let's see. Let's uh, Guy Kawasaki. Here's his. Oh, okay. During his MBA program at UCLA, he had a job at Nova Stylings, a fine jewelry jewelry manufacturer. His first job was literally counting diamonds. Wow. Whoa. That's pretty cool. My first job was like delivering newspapers. He's got me beat. Yeah, <laughs> my first job was flinging mailbags. <laughs> right? So, well, you know, it's funny. I'm, I was just, I said a fine jewelry manufacturer, and it made me think about all the people who say jewelry. Jewelry and nuclear, <laughs> like our one of our former presidents. Fact, oh, yes. Jewelry and nuclear. <laughs> Uh, it always just drives me nuts. I mean, I had a degree in English, for God's sake, and I'm not even that much of a stickler. I know, and but that's a bad one. those two things drive me insane. <laughs> jewelry and nuclear. <laughs> what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a nuclear jewel. I'm a jewelerist. <laughs> a nuclear jewelerist. <laughs> jewelry, jewelry expert. Yeah, I won't be buying any diamonds from you. <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, sugar was good. Uh, well, yeah. what, you know, I, now here's a, here for me a, a little bit of an interesting... Con- contrast um so blackberry world with everything that's going on you know let, let's face it there's there hasn't been a whole lot of good news coming out of blackberry over the last uh, what couple of years um i had no idea what to expect when i went to blackberry world it was my first time going and um there's they had about five thousand people there and i will tell you <clears throat> those folks were really dedicated to blackberry no kidding. Still, the, huh? the customers were, you, you, you know, it, it wasn't a boisterous kind of crowd. It wasn't, you know, I didn't feel like a huge rush of energy like I do at some of the CRM related kind of things. Um, but these folks, you could tell the dedication was there. And uh, the, every every event, there seemed to be a ton of people. And uh, there was a lot of interest in the keynote from the, the new CEO. And they are putting a lot of their eggs in the basket for BlackBerry 10. Um, I don't know if they're going to be able to pull it off, but it's going to be interesting to see if the shakeup in, in management is going to you know, cause a jolt in the right direction. 
but I will say the people that were there, and there were a lot of large enterprise customers there. Um, they they seem to really want to see uh, Rim succeed and, and go on in the well, future. Well, you know, I mean, I, it's as stupid as I think Rim gets, I'd like to see them succeed too. To be honest, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I always. It's not like I think they've had a bad device. I mean, they've revolutionized the market. Yes. Now, I, just, I think they made some some bad decisions. Oh, my God, uh, yeah. Well, the people who made those decisions are gone. Thank God for that. Yeah, so, so it, you know, it was just a completely different feel than what I was used to with the, the CRM um, industry events. But um, I still felt like the customers were the ones that were really in their corner, which I, I, I find that to be really interesting because if you just read all the things in the news you get this the feeling that customers are running you know screaming away from rim i did not get that impression uh last week well, that's, that's well you know what i wish them well that's all i can say i, I don't know what's going to happen with them yep i have no clue but i hope they make it i mean i you know i i, I they but they do need to produce better tablets well, yeah. The, I'm still sitting here with my playbook unopened. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, you know, is really interesting. The playbook definitely was not the star of the show last week. Yes, I shock a on that one. <laughs> so what about, what about you? Where you? How was Link? Link was, you know, it had its glitches, but i got to tell you, it was amazing. Well, you know, it's, Link is an, I mean, one thing with lithium is this company has got energy. They're like a young adult as a company and they kind of fit that uh that mold um all the way around i guess is the best way to put this mm-hmm. um they are okay so they announced a couple of interesting products one is called lithium response and it's uh it actually is kind of interesting it, it it's it reminds me of in a weird way caveo although it's not quite as robust as caveo which is a monstrously hugely robust product what it does is it says, okay, well, conversations going out on the social web, okay? Um, your customer service teams are internally looking. Um, we can integrate the conversation. We can capture the conversations, bring them into your activity stream, then go out, find the knowledge that you need to solve the problems, and then consolidate all of that so that you have a fully integrated look at the problem and the solution and the conversations and the team which can communicate with you from there. You know, it's a, it's a good product. And it comes from a partner of theirs who they will not reveal. Hmm. This was weird, okay? This part was weird. They refused to say who it was. Now, I have a really good guess as to who it is, and I'm not going to say, though, just out of respect for them. But the, but the thing is that um, but they refused to say, and no matter how many times people pressed them, they wouldn't say. Wow. That's really interesting. It was strange, but they OEM'd it, and it's. It, but the product itself looks really good. They also Jeffrey Moore poked his head here again with another thing they have called the Social Tornado, which is a mm. kind of an assessment of your uh, your levels of engagement and activity and and um, with your customers. It's it, but it's kind of reminds me of kind of a supercharged gap analysis, really. You know, uh, to a large degree, and uh, looks good, but it. I, I'm not sure. Hmm. It's a direction I'd be going in if I were them. But okay. on the other hand, um, what they have is good. Uh, the, the conference itself had about 500 people, which I thought was a little underserved. But 
But this, I have to tell you one thing about this crowd, man. They know lithium, and they are, oh, my God. I mean, the enthusiasm level is staggeringly high. And I will tell you, the quality of deployment that lithium does is amazingly good. I mean, like, well, it's not amazingly good. They're a good company. But it's just, the, the level is just deep. And it's, and they're, like, they had Brian Kling, who will be speaking at the Social Business Summit in uh, London that we're putting on, and then also Serum Evolution. Ryan Kling from Autodesk spoke on what Autodesk is doing with lithium, and his discussion, uh, along with Michael Mose, uh, his discussion was just amazing at how deeply they've embedded the lithium communities into Autodesk, how wow. long they've had them, how they're handling that, what kind of metrics they use. I mean, and and you know, and the commitment of this audience to lithium was just it might have been the the deepest commitment I've heard of anybody to a company. On the other hand, I think there weren't enough people there. You know, mm. I think next this is a company that's growing mm-hmm. and it's going to keep growing. I mean, there's no question in my mind. I like the people there. I like I like the general approach. I, you know, they have things they need to do, and I outlined that in a post that I wrote. You know, uh, last couple of days, but but on the whole, it was a very good conference. They took very good care of us. You know, uh, as analysts and influencers, they took care of their customers. You know, Katie Kime, who's the Katie Kime is the um, the uh, chief marketing officer there. So if you take her, if you take Katie and Aaron Korogatsky's uh, um, efforts there, mm-hmm. Aaron is the one who calls me Uncle Paul. <laughs> <laughs> if you take the two of their efforts there, boy, they didn't leave any customer unattended, any analyst or influencer unattended. They were very solicitous. They did a really good job there. So on the whole, it was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It had some glitches, as I said, um, but on the whole, it was it was a great conference. And this is a company that's just very high energy and going somewhere. And just the customer stories were amazing. And yeah. then you know, and then I, you know, my, Brian Solis was there, and Mike Bossett was there, Esteban was there, Michael Wu, of course, is their chief scientist and a really good friend of mine. Yep, was there. So it, on that part, it was also very cool. And I got to have dinner with. Global Vice President of Collaboration at uh, at um, uh, SAP, Samir Patel. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He he came to Atlanta, of course, when I was going to Orlando for BlackBerry World. So we we uh, we crossed paths somehow. So it's kind of we, we still have to catch up with him sometime soon. Now he's he's in his new role as Big Muckety Muck over at SAP. Yeah, it's actually pretty interesting. It's it's funny, I, when I go to Sapphire this time around, next week, mm-hmm. he told me that they've scheduled that, that they've scheduled a one-on-one with him. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really, it's funny. <laughs> it's just like so weird to have a, a scheduled one-on-one yeah, with well, a guy like Samir who's like one of my close friends. It's, it's, a, it's at the bar, so. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> right. It's, it's one-on-one. It's one after another. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so uh, so that that's some good stuff. It, it just seems like, are, is this a sign? Do you think like uh, the industry is kind of on the upswing with all these events going on, and it seems like there's a lot of stories being told in terms of good customer stories and yeah. good things. It just seems like the this year is definitely already off to a much faster start than last year. Oh, without a, any question, I, I totally agree with you on that one. Um, that I, I, this it's a mature. It, we're maturing. 
Yeah. That's what it is. We're maturing, and you know what? There's lots of room for for successful companies, and a lot of the companies are going to be successful among them. Mm-hmm. I am certain. Uh, lithium. So what about what about the uh, Oracle? Thing? Yeah, I was going to say I cannot leave Oracle Analyst World no, out. Tell it me was, about it. It was a uh, not not a user conference, but it was specifically for the analyst and blogger community. So there's, I think they had about 95 people there, okay. um, it, it, including uh, Esteban and Dennis and I'm trying to think. Oh, Mike Fawcett was there. And uh, big shout out to Susie Penner, of course, for making our lives really fun for those three days. Uh, first of all, there's a lot of information, but the thing I think that stood out to me the most when it came to um, – sort of looking at the CRM side of things is how I, I don't know if I ever heard the term CRM used. I heard more customer experience yeah. than CRM and particularly from Anthony Lai. Um, and I, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't think that was um, just a happenstance. I think right. that was definitely, there's a transition there. They are definitely focusing on customer experience and they've broken it down between uh, B2B customer experience and B2C cust- uh, customer experiences and use cases and creating the kind of um, solutions that are, are mapped specifically to those different uh, customer experiences, the B2B versus B2C. Uh, and, and, you know, Anthony made a, a really interesting point. He said about a year ago he was, he, he was nervous because he, they didn't really have all the pieces in place to deliver what I guess they knew they wanted to deliver to their customers and what they're hearing from the customers. But then over the last, what, 12 to 16 months, they bought right now, they bought Taleo, they bought Inquira. I mean, they bought all these companies that had the, the pieces to the puzzle that they, they, uh, he feels, and, and it was really apparent in looking at him as he was saying this, he feels that they've got everything they need now to, to bring it all together and roll out best of breed uh, experiences underneath the umbrella of customer experience. So he, there was a definite change last time I talked to him compared to this year, a couple of weeks ago. And I, I wasn't the only one who kind of saw it. And uh, I, I, I took a, a lot away from that, from you know what they've done and, and how his his feeling about what they've done to bring these pieces together to roll it out and to begin to uh, bring it to their customer base. You know, funny that customer experience thing. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's everybody's yep. measure, mes- uh, message now. Yep. And I'm cool with that since the core of CRM has always been the customer experience. Should have been history. at least. Yeah. The only thing I'm not cool is if they think this is all of a sudden a customer experience management industry. Nah, we'll see. I was, I didn't hear the in the management word. Good. I, I just heard customer experience, and maybe that's uh, that's another subtle change because before we were hearing a lot about customer experience management. Yeah, and there's still companies that claim it, but when push comes to shove, they tend to just be the analytics side of customer experience. I mean, customer right. Well, I was uh, so he, he was definitely focusing in on the you know, the e-commerce part, on the knowledge management part. Um, so, and you know, of course, the customer experience part, what they got from right now. Um, so it seems like they they feel pretty comfortable about the pieces that they brought on. And their ability to to bring it underneath the uh, o- the overarching umbrella, 
Um, and and I, I, it's going to be fascinating to see. I mean, they're definitely, you know, kind of made a, a interesting comparison between Oracle and, and Salesforce and saying how, wondering why Salesforce hasn't built up their marketing automation piece or wondering why Salesforce isn't as focused on the B2C market as they are on the B2B market. And it's, you know, kind of interesting things that the, he was kind of pointing out there. <laughs> Far be it from one of these guys to not attack the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what would it be like if they did? Yeah, well, well, what was the one that was really kind of over? There was one that was like, I can't remember which conference because they're kind of blurring together. But there was one that was a little more outward about the comparisons. I just can't think of who that was. Uh, you mean outward about the comparison between them Open and their War? competitors I mean, between uh, Salesforce and someone? Yeah, it seems like it was. There was one that was just every every other minute. There was like a I comparison. think that was Open World, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, remember with uh, Larry Ellison and oh. Mark's little fight? <laughs> that's right. That's where it was. That's where it began. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it, it, this was definitely not that, but he did. Th- those two points did come across. <laughs> <laughs> so, but so all in all, I mean, I have to say I've been pretty impressed with the events so far this year. Uh, they've the you can tell they've put a lot of a lot of more thought and effort into the influencer slash blogger engagement. And I like that. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. Me too. I, I'm, I'm kind of thrilled by the whole, the whole thing. It just, it, it just makes our job a little bit easier to look. If they want us to cover them, you know, like as the basic, the basic, I guess, operating principle is if you want us to cover you, give us power. But that means like electrical power, <laughs> yeah. not like political power here. Give us electrical power, and we can cover you. Like we can tweet about you while we're there. Yeah. By the way, Oracle Analyst Open World, they had that. They had power. They had great internet access. Well, they and, were the first. Yeah. The yeah, Susie's always been good about yeah, that. Yeah. They were actually the very first to ever do that. Yep. Well, they were the best, and that's yeah. Susie Penner, you go, go and, you and, go, girl. And I will. I have to say this. They set it up where we were able to go out on the. The, the boat that won the America's Cup in 2010, wow. which was really cool. And I even got to steer it while steer we were the out America's there. America's Cup boat? I was, yeah. I was like the captain, man. Holy cow. <laughs> I was looking for it to Are you Tenille. racing this year? Uh, yeah, well, you know, if they need a backup, you know, somebody. Do you uh, have a hat? I, well, I, I I have a hat, but I didn't have that kind of. I needed one of those captain. I was say, hats. The New York Black Yankees hat might not work on that one. Nah, probably wouldn't. Not for the American <laughs> But it was fun. I, they actually had uh, Esteban did a little. Uh, he he helped raise one of the sails. So you know they had that machine where you got to keep you know two guys kind of spent turning and turning and turning. Whoa. Yeah, so that was fun. You gotta have the you gotta throw the fun parts out there. So yeah, but overall, I would say that uh, I enjoyed. Pretty much, I enjoyed them all, maybe for different reasons. But um, yeah, I still, I, I still have a sweet spot for being able to drink beer on stage while criticizing that companies. Was the one. <laughs> that, has to, that has to take number one conference this year without any question. That was too good. <laughs> I mean, Infusion Soft was running close. Yes, but, but that one, that uh, one did it. I know Ali Sachs is going to be mad at us. I know, you know, because they, they, you we, know, we love you, Ali. We definitely do. Even so, <laughs> but drinking beer from the stage, uh, 
I don't I know. <laughs> I know. It was something, although I think I took a grand total of one sip. Yeah. Next thing I, you know. I mean, I'm on Weight Watchers. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> I well, can't afford the points. Well, if there's a, if there's a, <laughs> yeah, if there's a, a you know, a, a conference, uh, you know, the rest of this year, you got to want to top that. You know, you're going to have to bring us beer or, and nachos or something. For me, you're going to have to bring single malt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no less, man. They already brought us beer, so you gotta you gotta beat that. Yeah, and, and maybe some nachos or something That's, too. There uh, you go. <laughs> I'll have those. I'll make sure I have extra points. So we better jump off of this because you know there's another conference we gotta go. To. That's right. <laughs> okay, time to head to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we, instead of uh, got my mojo working, we can just have I'm leaving on a jet plane. Yeah. Well, speaking of mojo, uh, you much gladness that. Mo Mariano Rivera is coming back after yeah, the terrible. Yeah, something. Yeah, we're just it, glad. Oh my God, that was. I, I'll tell you, I you know it's very rare that I actually feel when a baseball player gets hurt, I sit there and like get truly upset, like genuinely upset, as if a family member's hurt. Mm-hmm. Him, it was that way. He's. I realized that I was, Mickey Mantle, just because of my childhoodness, um, you know, was going to be my forever number one idol Yankee Yankee but Mariano Rivera is right there he's the only other one I even put in the category and that includes with Jeter and all these others he's the only one that in my lifetime that I would put in that category I love that man as a a human and as a ball player and and when he went down it Uh, was just awful to see it it really was I'm just glad he he's gonna he didn't want to go out like that and he wants to come back next year yeah and he's comment when they said well you know by then there'll be another established closer and <laughs> you know you got you'll have money uh, you know you have to negotiate a contract because this is your walk year and blah blah blah, blah. and he said with a big smile he said oh i think they'll want the old goat <laughs> <laughs> and goat is right because he is the greatest of all time yes he is he is the greatest of all time Speaking of, of all time. I wonder if anybody realizes that the actor is so. Uh, they do now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, Miss did it. And on that note, we're going to let Muddy take us out. Okay. I'm Brent Leary. I'm Paul Greenberg. We're the CRM players, and you'll probably see us at some event sometime really soon. If you don't, check the hospital. <laughs> you'll see Ray Wong either way. <laughs> see ya. Bye. Just don't work all day.